Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Beyond Retirement. Before we get started, if you didn't listen to last week's episode with Joel Hawbaker, I suggest you go back and uh, take a listen. He was talking about leadership in general because that's his uh, specialty, but he talked about transitioning out of one place into another and how important it is to follow your passion. Now, getting back into the habit of recording an episode every week is really tough. It's on my mind all the time, and I'm constantly trying to figure out what I'm going to have, when I'm going to have some quiet time in the house to do the recording. Well, quiet time in the house is not really the right term, I guess. I don't have kids running around or anything like that, but we've got a couple of older cats that have become increasingly talkative as they've aged. If there's a single door closed anywhere in the house, they'll sit outside it and cry, regardless of the fact that I'm right next door to them in a wide open room or they'll just wander the house randomly meowing, but only after I turn on the mic and start recording. Thank goodness the dog's quiet. As long as I don't sneeze suddenly, she's content to just lie on the floor outside my office. Anyway, I thought I'd try to get back into the swing of things with the uh, final episode in the series about reducing travel costs. If you recall, and, well, even if you don't recall, I talked in previous episodes about finding cheap flights and about collecting and using travel points to reduce uh, costs. So today's topic is all about cheap places to travel. I'll uh, preface this with the uh, caveat that I'm traveling from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. So that's what I base my evaluations on. If you're living in Singapore or somewhere in Australia or maybe Iceland, your costs will obviously be different. So I'm not going to suggest places that are cheap to travel to, but rather places that are cheap once you're there. Basically, I'm going to talk about the places that I think offer the best value for your money so you can stay longer, enjoy a decent standard while you're there, and maybe even save some money. I haven't visited all these places yet, so I'm relying on some research and on info from friends who've traveled more extensively than I have. So let's start with uh, Central America, because that's been sort of my personal focus lately as I continue my retirement plans. Mexico is an amazing country. I know uh, a lot of you think that it's a crazy idea because everything in the news talks about how dangerous it is to go to Mexico. But hey, there are dangerous places in Canada and the U.S. as well. You just don't visit those places. Same thing goes for Mexico. The whole country isn't violent, and there are plenty of safe places to explore. The people are warm and friendly. The culture is rich and colorful. There are beaches and mountains, jungles and plains, and the weather is great almost all the time. Best of all, it's incredibly inexpensive. Food, activities, accommodations, they're all much less expensive than we're used to seeing in most parts of North America. 
Nicaragua is apparently one of the least expensive countries in Central America. Now, here's a country that I hesitate to consider for a visit. I can remember a Christmas when I was little, when my dad wasn't home because he had to fly supplies and support to Nicaragua. All I remember is it wasn't a very safe place to be at that time, and that stuck with me all these years. It's funny how our perceptions are colored by experiences, even when there are many facts to refute those perceptions. Anyway, my research suggests that there are many activities to enjoy. Uh, volcano hiking, surfing, diving, and there are cities to stroll through and beaches as well. Food's apparently quite inexpensive, and there are many hostels around if you need a place to stay. Nicaragua does indeed sound like a great place to visit, and it seems that maybe it should be on the destination list sooner rather than later, as it's becoming a little bit more well-known. Colombia is another country that I would have hesitated to visit, but it's now quite a popular destination. There are museums in Bogota, the Amazon, some of the world's best diving sites, gorgeous beaches, Transportation, accommodation, and food are very reasonably priced, so this sounds like a great option as well. All three of these countries can be enjoyed on a budget of less than $40 US per day, including accommodations. I'd say that's pretty reasonable. So if we move on to Europe, I was surprised to discover that some great options are there as well in the range of $40 US per day. For example, Georgia is a country that allows many visitors to enter without a visa. Prices are very low for restaurant meals, for transportation, for tourist sites. And there seem to be a lot of different activities that you can use to fill up your time while you're there. It looks like a pretty, uh, pretty interesting country. Another option is Croatia. I've heard many wonderful things about this destination. According to the research that I've done, it's best to avoid July and August, as these are the busiest months. Weather's excellent from May through to October, though, so there's still plenty of off-season time to go. And there are many sites to see. There's museum, there's beautiful architecture, and there's many small towns to roam around in. And then there's also the Baltic states of Lithuania, Estonia, and Latvia where you'll experience an amazing rich history and exciting culture with towns that are best explored on foot, making the visits much less expensive. Each country has its own charms, as I found through my research. And now that I've done some more research, I'm starting to plan some trips. I think Latvia sounds amazing, with castles buried in the hearts of lush forests and local markets in the town. Moving on to Asia, I believe this is where we'll find the least expensive places to visit. Many people uh, talk about spending less than $30 a day, but some of them are backpacking, staying in hostels, or couch surfing. Not necessarily the way you, you might want to spend your trip. But there are other options as well. So, Vietnam boasts some of the healthiest and cheapest street food, apparently. Instead of fries and hot dogs, think soup with rice noodles and a whole shank of pork for just $1.50. Apparently, uh, renting a motorbike is a great way to see the sights, but 
road traffic is kind of iffy and can be sort of chaotic, so I'm not sure that a motorbike is the right way to go. There is public transit, though, and that's a relatively inexpensive option. Indonesia can be very expensive or very cheap, depending on the transportation that you choose. The recommendation that I've seen is to stick with public transport rather than private, and maybe renting a scooter to get around. Once again, food is relatively inexpensive. Sri Lanka is a place that I've always wanted to uh, to visit. I've always thought that it would be kind of interesting, mostly just because of the name, I guess. It can be very expensive, or it can be economical, depending on what you want to do. Safaris and the World Heritage Sites are kind of expensive, but if you want to just tour around and see local sites, you can do it relatively inexpensively. So all three of these countries can be explored and enjoyed for under $35 US a day. So, all in all, there are certainly many places to visit where you're not going to spend a fortune, but as always, it's important to do some research in advance. Sometimes you might want to book accommodations before you arrive. Other times, you know, just take whatever comes along wherever you happen to be. So to uh, kind of sum everything up, I found a blog article that uh, gives a great overview of the cost to visit basically anywhere. So I thought that I'd share it. I'm not really sure how I'm going to do this because it was kind of a, a long blog. Um, and of course, the... Uh, the information is the opinion of the blogger who has visited a lot of places. Um, she says that in the article that she's traveled to six of the seven continents, and she might well have been to the seventh one by now. So um, what she did is break. she broke them up into uh, regions, basically. So North America is expensive, Central America is cheap, South America is kind of mid-range. Western Europe is expensive. Eastern Europe is cheap. The Middle East is expensive. Northern Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa are mid-range to expensive. So Africa is probably not the first place I'm going to visit. Central Asia is cheap. East Asia is sort of mid-range. Southeast Asia and South Asia are cheap. Oceania is expensive. So might be a while before I get to uh, Australia and New Zealand. The South Pacific, surprisingly, is cheap. And Antarctica is, um, I would say, ridiculously expensive. She uh, says in the neighborhood of ten to 15000 for a trip. And that would be US dollars. Anyway, um, so that's just kind of a little summary of where you can go and how much it might cost you on average. Um, looks like maybe, uh, Asia or, uh, or Central America. Both of them look like pretty reasonable places to go. Anyway, that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Coming up on Sunday, this week's guest episode is with Wendy Gilhula. I hope you'll uh, join me as I talk with her about how to hold on to your dreams even when uh, they seem to be quashed by everyone. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. 
If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.